Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 133, episode one of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Monday, May 11th, 2020. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. They say it came from China, but we got Europe's mutation. And folks from Switzerland try for herd immunization. And if you got these kind of dreams, blame COVID-19 nation. <laughs> uh, bridge. Wow. Uh, that, that, that goes on for a while, but I think we're going to leave it right there. Thank Sweating. you to Rich Jefferson. And Great I'm thrilled to be joined, player. as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's a quarantine. It's a terrible thing to do. It's COVID-19. Just more terrible things on the news. And that is Electric Light Orchestra for people who are like, what's yellow? That's a little bit of yellow. Uh, And thank you to Christy Yamaguchi Main Christy Meme Donut for picking that up. Uh, Obviously, we're talking about yellow and then ran with it. So thank you for that one. And that is by Living. That's Living Thing by Yellow. I got to apologize to Christy Yamaguchi Main because there's a rat... A, a song by the hair metal band Rat that he keeps uh, sending my way that I just I just don't don't know the song man I can't pull it off if I don't know I, the song hey, I try to I, listen to it <laughs> it's not getting it. in your bones it's not getting in my bones man I'm sorry <laughs> I apologize hair metal is bad music uh, and I was into it at the time I was into wow, it when I was eight okay. but I can't I can't do it anymore I'm sorry what's my uncle supposed to do yeah <laughs> uh, who's that. That huh. is uh, the person I'm thrilled to be joined by, our other co-host, Jamie Loftus! A.K.A. What the fuck? Okay, as of... I can't sing this morning. I'm too upset. As of uh, not an hour ago, uh, as we record this, a project has been greenlit at HBO Max called Santa Incorporated. What? Starring Sarah Silverman and Seth Rogen... And yeah, you know it's a but what if Santa but woman type of thing. Uh, and I'm just fucking fuming. All these quarantine green-lighted projects sound terrible. Would I write <laughs> on the show? Of course I would. But right now, I'm fucking insulted. Santa, okay, the one thing that someone did point out to me, even though I'm my current stance on Santa Incorporated on HBO Max, uh anti but but <laughs> anti but some someone pointed out to me that perhaps HBO Max is simply on the Monsters Incorporated track which means the next movie is Santa University Santa University oh my oh right oh i'm just saying God. the team the minds the luminaries behind Santa Incorporated have to just watch their fucking back okay Whatever. i can't well, do an laying, AKA this morning they're I'm laying on the groundwork to offer you a job they're doing yeah. the prequel work to offer it's, you. <laughs> I have to assume it's a long haul, or it's the most egregious theft of of this generation. 
I mean, I feel like we could get an effective Twitter campaign where it's like, you're going to put this together and not consult with Jamie Loftus. And somehow as a bit, they're like, yeah, and Jamie Loftus is actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm consulting you're going to end up writing for this show, if not show running it. I Mark yeah. my words right now. Anybody who hears Santa University becomes uh, immediately, <laughs> they're, they're blown away. So. I can't it, wait. It's, it's gonna I can't happen. wait. I can't wait for someone to pull up me yelling about Santa Incorporated uh, and then cancel me. <laughs> yeah, to cancel you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, guys, it's a very special episode because we've got another one of the very faces on Mount Zeitmore. She is the skim Uh-oh. goddess. She is Lacey <laughs> Mosley. <laughs> what is What's up, up, y'all? The skim I... goddess. Skim I would goddess. also like to be the skim goddess. <laughs> Have you been listening to a lot of podcast or something? <laughs> yeah, the podcast. podcast? Yeah, I love yeah. that's actually very good. <laughs> I love to be on uh, podcasts. Oh, Lacey, how also. are you doing in quarantine? I mean, as good as anybody can be doing. I have a routine now. Every day when the sun goes down or gets cooler, I go out and I take a walk. Um, sometimes mm. I get on the phone with friends. Uh, yesterday, I was on the phone with a girlfriend on my AirPods, and this homeless man started, he just started yelling. He's like, you fucking black bitch, you bitch, you bitch. He's like oh screaming at me, right? And I'm walking past. Why was I just like walking past like, la, la, la. My friend's like, oh, my God, who's screaming at you? I was like, oh, girl, I live in Hollywood. You know how it be. <laughs> she was like, can oh, you cross the street? <laughs> she was like, can you cross the street? Why are you not afraid? I was like, nah. Uh, uh, you know, it's happens. just nice to hear somebody talking to you these <laughs> days. It feels, it feels <laughs> nice to be seen. Feels nice right? to yeah. be He yeah. knew I was and black. I was, you know, he got I was, Yeah. I was saying <laughs> on a, he, You felt seen. I did I was saying like seen. in the past episode how often Everyone just says hi now. Like, it's almost like you live in fucking Whoville or some shit. Like, hey, how are you? Whoa. <laughs> good day. Oh, yeah. Good day. Have a good evening. I'm like, okay. Oh, I miss I miss being yelled at in the city. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was. Maybe we should just I, make a podcast like that, like an ASMR experience <laughs> called Getting Yelled At in the City. Right. For, yeah. for New Yorkers Get out of my and shit. fucking way. Yeah. Hey, yo, blue shirt. Hey, yo, blue yeah. shirt. Oh, I can fall asleep <laughs> to that. I could fall asleep. Yo, blue shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> I will fuck you. Right. Uh, you know they they say cat called, they say wolf whistled, but there's not a lot of a uh, rooster stuff, and there should be apparently because we learned some disturbing information uh. Uh, on, on Twitter based on Sarah June's appearance on Friday. Yeah, she she was talking about how she has like seven hens, one rooster, and a. Uh, Hensman, a hens, I don't know, uh, somebody who or she has chicks, chicken, chicks, but she doesn't know which one's roosters yet. What her rooster break, right, right? Right, the genders have not come out. The rooster is apparently, uh, like the alien of farm animals, like you just need to keep it away because otherwise it's going to uh just destroy everything in its path. It's like a sex horny predator, uh, very scary what? stuff. A sex horny predator, <laughs> yeah. As, as they're a, called. A lot of bad words strung together. Yeah. Sex horny predator. I, Interesting. I thought yeah. that they were just like alarm clocks. So when they're screaming, they just horny. They're like. That's just like them. A, That's like them letting out the rest of the farm know that they're. Ready to uh, horny. Yeah, that they're horny and going <laughs> They're like, to, hey, uh, everyone, I have an erection. <laughs> Uh, that's fun that's fun Sarah sent me a bunch of videos of the chicks yesterday they're so cute they're so beautiful is she gonna eat them they're friends no she's eating her eggs 
Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. free eggs. I will ensure their legacy does not live on in the future. <laughs> Lacey, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about some Green New Deal bashing that's going on with the GOP. We're going to talk about Georgia not requiring people to take a uh, road driver's test anymore. Uh, and then we're going to talk about three pieces of pop culture wow. that we reviewed for you guys, uh, Outer Banks. Y'all are going to hate me. Jamie is going to talk about Extraction. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yep. And the, <laughs> did you not watch it? <laughs> what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Of course you. she did. <laughs> it's not the and, Matrix, uh, for God's sakes. I can't hear and I'm going to talk about Trolls World Tour, uh, which I watched as well as a J.M. McNabber writer. But first, Lacey, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? So today it's the 2020 census. I have Mm. been looking Mm. into the questions for the 2020 census because I believe I got scammed or was like in the process of getting scammed. (laughs) Uh, I tweeted about this because so what happened was this woman called me like two, three days ago. And her English was a little broken and she was like, oh, this is from the census. Like we haven't gotten your form yet. And I was like, oh, I was going to do it online. And she's like, well, if you want to just answer these questions now, then we can just do the census. So I was like, okay, like that seems simple enough. You know, they used to come to your door. So I'm like, okay, they can call. That's fine. She knew where I lived or at least the building. And then I didn't give her like any important information, but she was asking like, okay, what's your race? What's your age? All this stuff. I was like, okay. Then she was like, what's your birthday? And I was like, July 4th. She was like, what year? And I was like, I need the year. I'm like, what's right. 1776, man. Now keep it moving. <laughs> right. So then I had to start Googling because I was like, wait a minute, am I being scammed? And then, no, so this is when I really started Googling. She texted me yesterday. No, she texted that's girl, a line. And she sent me, I'm going to see if y'all can see this on Zoom, but she sent me a picture of her badge. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Oh, no, that's some scam shit. That's, yeah. That's, that's too desperate to prove. Right. Why are you sending me your badge photo? What is this? You didn't happening? ask for it, right? Like... <laughs> She said, um, hi, resident. And then she put my address. So I blocked that out. And then she said, this is Donna from this U.S. Census Bureau survey. Please help. Please call. Thanks. Stay safe. Please response. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> please help. Uh-huh. Please call. Please Wait, response. Wait, so why don't you, why don't you flip Live, it laugh, on her? love. So what I did was I texted her back. And I was like, don't call me anymore. I filled it out online. Uh, thank you. She goes, this is health survey. It's done by phone only. Thus, not 2020 census people count. This is health survey <laughs> about how are your yes. current health, about residents' health, and about children's health in our community. Please call Donna um, to support. It is statistic research. Your input is very important. Like, it keeps going on. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm like, I'm wow. Wow. Not even a Donna's, good scam. That's so desperate. I was trying to get your girl social. Well, she was asking a lot of questions. I think yeah. she was trying to break me down. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's a minor league scam that only works yeah. on people above the age of 70, I feel like, because right. sending someone a picture of your badge, that's that's let's call old people evidence. That doesn't <laughs> that's not evidence to me. That's evidence to an old person who who when they see that they go, "Well, I mean, they wouldn't have that. They wouldn't be able to take that right. picture unless they didn't have it. Right. This is they the couldn't kind of send shit you me a picture. They didn't explain take. to your parents or older people. I see this shit all the time. You're like, no, no, no. 
Think a step further. That could have gone on the and I could pull up a photo right now and make you a badge and I can have make it look like you have one. They're like, really? Right. Why and would they can do take that? a picture with the internet? Why would <laughs> but then the next question is always, why would they do that? Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, because motherfuckers are desperate and this is how people get theirs right now. And you just have yeah. to <laughs> figure you gotta be quick. Yeah, guys, keep your eyes peeled for these these new scams. Cause I was like, this is terrible. Like, why well, I, I love the badge. <laughs> I love the about face on like, yeah, this is from the Census Bureau. Come on now. Now, hold on. I said this is a health survey. It's not to do with the census. <laughs> not the, what? <laughs> uh, like, Lacey, what is something you say? think <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Underrated. Um, hold on. I gotcha. Underrated fresh flowers. Um, mm. I understand mm, wow. that this may be a dalliance oh. that you can't, you know, afford to spend money on. They're all outside. Snatch you some flowers from outside, <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Rob your neighbor garden. Like, they don't need that shit, especially right now. They can't right. go outside to see it. Uh, yeah. Or if you can, get some in the grocery store. <laughs> I live alone, so I just wanted to have, like, another living thing in my house. Uh, <laughs> but it's only <laughs> temporary, nothing to give it roots, so you could continue to? You're just sort of like, nah. And I'll, I'll re up next week. They are dying right now. They are currently dying. So I am kind of like, they hmm, maybe alive. I should get a plant. Yeah, right. <laughs> I still don't plant. think I could handle a plant. Something about a plant is very. I respect someone who can really keep a plant alive because I'm like, if it's not making noise when it's hungry, I will not remember to feed it. <laughs> if it maybe it's not, a plant that talks. <laughs> I need a talking. I need a fucking like a uh, little shop of horrors. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, water over here. I need like, me. I think That's it's why wild. I'm good at dogs. Dogs are like, I'll shit on the floor if you don't do it. I'm like, all <laughs> right, I'll clear. do like, it. Oh, <laughs> I think right, it needs something. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my friend Chris who has has uh, his you know watching his young children at home, and I just get texts about like he's like, yeah, my daughter took a dump on the deck this morning and used my board <laughs> shorts to smear it all over the place. I love kids. Oh. Uh, and I was oh. like, damn, I'm. There's moments when I'm like, I feel so good to not have children right now, but also all the power and strength to everybody with a young child right now. I, I, mm-hmm. I see what's happening. The thing about flowers, I just wanted to add, the florist I grew up going to in uh, North Hollywood. They were raided by the DEA on Wednesday, last Wednesday. This is, the flower, this is the florist. I grew up getting every fucking corsage for every fucking dance I went to, every like last minute Mother's Day bouquet, every like sorry I fucked up uh, bouquet, everything. Every flower purse I've ever made was at this florist. They shut down the fucking intersection to two street lengths and had like militarized like tank vehicles at this florist. What? And it turns wow. out they were like, there was some kind of drug distribution thing going on out of there. It was, it was shocking. Wow. I was shook to my core to know that my neighborhood florist had somehow become an accessory to a federal <laughs> drug raid. I feel like that's like a rite of passage. You know, there was like a diner in my area, Heidi's, and then mm-hmm. one day something I like we weren't there when it happened, but they were right. like, "Oh, Heidi's." They it made sense because they would be like, "Here's our menu: an egg." And like, <laughs> but it was a good egg, and we would go, and it turned out it was a drug front. Uh, you were their only legitimate customers. It was like <laughs> semi popular. Like they made like it was a classic like two eggs in a strip of bacon place. It right, was simple, right, right. but it was like cheap and fun. Yeah, I'm talking one, about this. Go ahead. The fl- well, it's just weird because this florist, it didn't. I know, like as a, I, there were a few drug fronts that I knew as a kid. I'm like, that's not yeah. a real business. This was a, they fucking, they put work in on these flowers. I'm just really, dis, I'm just really disappointed. 
What if there really was someone there who like didn't even realize they're just like I'm passionate about flowers, and then one day they just lose their job. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and they're like, "That's what you guys were doing back there." <laughs> no, yeah, oh, <laughs> they're like, "I, I was wondering why." <laughs> we had state of the art everything. I'm only selling like three corsages during yeah. <laughs> during prom season. <laughs> Got that one kid who comes in here. Um, I mean, they're all over plant their books. Import right. uh, plant importing business, so it's not the. Mm. I guess it's not the last. Got a lot of rose rose bulbs coming in. Uh huh. What is something you think is overrated, Lazy? Overrated. Um, I'm sorry. Celebs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, agree. <clears throat> Hot take. I'm just like tired, and I feel I feel the growing fatigue on Twitter and everywhere else for just like nobody wants to see in your palatial mansion. No one wants to hear how sad you are on your golf cart on the way to your tennis court. Like nobody. Uh, Josh Gad. <laughs> You got to just read the room, bro. Like, call your other celebrity friends. Celebrities out there, call your celebrity friends. And then y'all can bitch about how you don't have any uh, house managers right now. And, you know, where are you supposed to get your organic kombucha? But, like, don't do it on your page. And don't do no more celebrity GoFundMes. If I see a GoFundMe that's for a regular person, I get it. But celebs, I'm like, if you are starting to GoFundMe, just put all your money into it and show up (laughs) and shut up. Right. Oh, like on another person behalf is what you're saying yeah it's like come on let's get this person three thousand dollars it's like no it's like, you'll get them three thousand dollars yeah right. i think right. didn't, put in a dub didn't pharrell get yelled at for something like that he like signal boosted someone's uh gofundme and they're like pharrell you have 150 million dollars why don't you just like do it yeah I mean, it's it's just yeah. you know at a certain point like i think it's important well, I mean, you know, for all of us, you know, as we enter, you know, just stratospheric celebrity and stardom uh, in months from now. <laughs> but like, you know, it shows you like at a certain level of success, you just lose your tether to what the rest of the world is like, truly like. And it's funny, even when, you know, like you see people who are like, you grew up not like this, but yet at a certain point, like when you live a certain way for a long time and the people you interact with are living in a very similar socioeconomic reality, like that shit just becomes like sort of abstract and like in a way like they're victims of their own like bubble where they, they literally can't read the room. Cause the only room they see has Versace wallpaper. Right. <laughs> the closest they get to the people is imagining the people in John Lennon's song when they sing that to, oh. to all of us. <laughs> That's them literally imagining the people. Cause yeah. they're like, we don't Imagine know what they look all like. All the people. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Think about it. Huh. Uh, yeah. And finally, Lacey, what is a myth? What's something people think is true that you know to be false? Well, uh, masks protect you. Um, you're not wearing Uh-oh. your mask for you. You're wearing your mask for everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. If you're contagious, it's actually it's. Uh, I was reading this on Who and on the CDC. If you're contagious, even if you're asymptomatic, wearing a mask can help from someone else getting sick. So you're wearing your mask for other people because it doesn't really prevent you from getting sick. Um, it just stops like the spread. Um, right. And I'm really getting tired of seeing joggers without masks. Like it's yes. uh, it's so yes. annoying to me. I get it's it. So you flagrant. can't breathe when you're jogging in a mask. I when I jog, I just pull it down when I'm not around people, but don't touch my face, and then I push it back up when I right. see people. Like stop Get breathing a fucking all over jump me. rope. Get a jump yeah. rope. And I just mean, it's, 
Yeah, I have a I have like a sort of like face wrap thing that I wear so I'm not pulling like a surgical mask up and down to cover myself when I run. Mm-hmm. But I just run. There's like, you know, there are a lot of like highly trafficked areas where I yeah. live where people will do their running and shit and I just try and avoid that completely cuz I'm just like I'll run in the middle of a street like away from everybody and obviously like when anyone's close by I put the mask on because when you look at those like renderings of like what your exhalations look like especially when you're yeah. like running, running that's like yeah. you are you're you're putting you're turning up your breathing to 1 you're million you're using all the parts of your lungs like yeah. it, right. it's all getting out there yeah. right that's like, like galaxy brain don't jog <laughs> that's how i've been that's how i've been dealing with this yeah. with this very relatable problem is i just don't jog I do Jane Fonda in my living room. (laughs) Do Jane Fonda, Fonda, get a jump rope, like do something that you can do in in your house. Don't be. Yeah, just burpees, shit. Burpees. (laughs) You want to fucking die? Just see how long you can do that shit. Just do burpees for for hours. You have all the time in the world. No, I don't mind. I get it that people, some people want to jog, but I'm just like, you turn, you cranking your lungs up to the max. Yeah. And then you going outside, you breathing all over everybody. Like that shit ain't cool. The trails in Los Angeles opened up on Friday, right? Right. Like the hiking yeah. trails are opening oh, back up. Oh, wow. We can go to Runyon? These, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can everybody go. Everybody finna get sick. I'm not <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not those going. fucking places. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, I, I need a sunset selfie. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, with the mask <laughs> off. I'm not getting no, you- mask knee. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, a couple quick stories to check in on before we do our uh, deep dive, mostly into extraction. I think we're going to just let uh, the Jamie's review of extraction really breathe. Please, yes. <laughs> but first, let's talk about, you know, the Republicans are trying out a bunch of shit because they have really, they, they got to figure something out. They're trying to... Uh, manufacture a political angle, a political reality out of nothing, because there, there's really not much uh, about reality that is that is going in their direction these days. And so, one thing they've glommed onto is the Green New Deal. Yeah. Mm, well, I think Jesus. you know because a lot of people with the decrease in driving and carbon emissions around the world are like, "Holy shit, man!" Like it's po- like more conceptually that. Wow, it's clear that there is a way to cut down carbon. This probably being the most extreme way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now a lot of people are talking about the economy and what that means. And again, never mind this pandemic, the, the fucking main event. This is the pre-card fight before the fucking main event on pay-per-view, which is fucking climate change versus Earth. Uh, right. And the odds are <laughs> fucked. So we're trying to do everything we can. And I think a lot of, especially Democrats, are trying to say, hey, okay, we have an like an economy problem, a, like a viable wages problem. Let's try, like, we're looking at a climate crisis. There, there's more and more talk about, look, we've got the evidence here. Let's put this to work. Let's, let's talk about ways we can have a greener economy and help the, the climate. But since the GOP is a white supremacist death cult, they are already testing out attacks on this kind of legislation because I think the, the argument is just boiling down to Democrats are like, hey, man, 
the benefits of a Green New Deal are pretty apparent. I mean, look at the air right now. Let's protect our earth. Like everyone can win if we do this. And Republicans tactic is just going to be, but it's not money for the rich though, AKA, well, I mean, we don't have that money right now, the economy. Right. And you're starting Austerity. to see these attacks. Yeah. These attacks on like even the concept of greening our economy. Yeah. Mm. And America's literally like, if you gave your friend money and because they said they really needed it. And then a week later, you see your friend driving like the new Maserati with like a fur coat. It's like, yeah. like America's always all broke. Time. Always broke when it comes yeah. to something that we need. But then if there's a war or if we need to bail out the rich, all of a sudden they're in a Maserati, but they can't pay you your money back. America can have a trillion dollar war as a treat. Like, this is 2019 yeah. Gucci <laughs> as guns. A as a treat. This is as a, a treat. little as treat. A treat. The taxpayers can, yeah, can, yeah find find yeah. the money to have a war. These are last season's Louis Vuitton tanks, okay? We right. are poor. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. I mean, this is pre-Virgil uh, Louis Vuitton, okay? I mean, I'm... <laughs> I I, I, I mean, don't, don't want to say this. This is, that good. This, this, this is Mark <laughs> Jacobs Louis Vuitton, okay? I don't want to admit that. But I think when looking at... <laughs> The quotes that you see, people are saying, like, if you like the pandemic lockdown, you're going to love the Green New Deal. That's what someone in the Washington Examiner said. That's a take on that. Um, there's another one that, uh, like, there, there's another opinion piece where someone is saying, think a pandemic is the perfect opportunity to kill millions of more jobs. Wait to get a load of the Green New Deal. Then there's, like, this is what a carbon-constrained world looks like. That's what Michael McKenna said, who's, like, a Trump deputy for energy. But tying this to like that now they're going to try and put this in your mind that all this shit right now, staying at home, this is how the Democrats want to fucking cut down emissions or whatever the fuck. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not rational. It doesn't make any sense. And it just like ignores all the job. Like it just ignores yeah. everything about the Green New Deal that right. we know is that it would create right. a ton of jobs. Like, right. yeah. And make our and it, planet more viable, which just doesn't seem to be something that Republicans care about. It's also, yeah, it's like, oh, do you want to, like, live long enough to worry about jobs 10 years from now? It's a good idea. Like, it, uh, I don't know. The tax cuts that they did, like, just we're, we're in so much debt now because of those massive tax cuts they did for massive corporations. And mm -hmm. they're going to complain about the Green New Deal. Like, and we and never see that trickle down. We never get it back. No, it's no, just a no, bunch no. of stock buybacks. <laughs> no, don't bonuses. you remember that that one company gave their people like thousand dollar bonuses or something like the <laughs> right after the tax cut? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just straight up robbery. And they're just like not even trying to come up with. Well, yeah, because there's there's justifications. Well, there's still a class of people who we might not even directly work for who are still exploiting our labor by siphoning off all this shit we kick up in taxes. Mm -hmm. And it's just right. like, you know, again, the class war is abstract yet so clear at times when you're like, yeah, they're fucking drinking our milkshake. And yeah. we will have and from all the way over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. on the subject of uh, why we shouldn't want to go back to driving. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the roads and who is out there on them. This is uh, a great, this is great news segue. for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why I'm, do you not drive much? I don't have a driver's license. I've never passed the test. 
Oh, well, then this is great I've news seen for this you. This is drive. a big day. Jamie, That's right. you, I, I know, didn't know that. Listen, Jack, I know you see me drive, but that doesn't hey, mean that I had a rolling. license. <laughs> when I hate I it. <laughs> okay, riding oh, dirty, Jamie. Catch me riding dirty. <laughs> that was back when I had my 01 Corolla. I'd pull up in my 01 Corolla and not have a license. It was kind of my thing. I'm proud of you. That was I'm a fun summer. Pull up to the scene with my license missing. So the Georgia <laughs> Department of Driver Services or their DMV, uh, you know, a lot of bureaucratic institutions have just like tremendous backlogs of like applications and yeah. paperwork and legal cases, liquor licenses, whatever, it's just because shit's not moving right now and no one's out there. But so to deal with their thanks backlog the of people, <laughs> yeah, thanks to the Green New Deal, there's a mm-hmm. lot of teenagers that had their permits and they're like, yo, I'm trying to get this fucking license. I want to take my driver's test. Let me get in there. On Wednesday, last Wednesday, the state's Department of Driver Services said that they had upgraded 19,483 teen permits to full-on licenses without a test, without a test. They just waved the test. I love it, and I hate it, That goes from, like, needing your parent in the seat next to you, like, slamming their foot on an imaginary brake because they're terrified and think you're driving too fast, to just being able to drive on your own, just whatever the fuck you want. You know what? Some people don't test well, okay? (laughs) Says the woman in Mensa. (laughs) Those driving tests are culturally biased. Here's the thing. Uh, Sometimes when someone says, don't hit the curb, I hear something a little different, and I never pass the test. I I don't know. This is a great idea. Y'all know I slipped through the cracks, right? No, really? No, what do you mean? I scanned my license. I never took a driver's <laughs> test. I'm Ever? not even joking. What? I've In never Texas? taken a driver's test. No. How did you get your license? I know you, ha- I know you to have a license. I know, and I drive terribly. Wait, how did you get a... <laughs> okay, well, hey, we don't have to make it hot for you on, the, on the here. The pride oh, with which you just said that was so And I drive <laughs> terribly. Okay, well, listen. Every Rip day I get home, I be out. like... Thank the Lord. We made it again because it'd be touch and go on the road for me. But no, I went to driver's ed school, but Mm -hmm. my sister went to driver's ed school and she did have to take a driver's license test. At the end of driver's ed school, my driver's ed teacher was like, you really need to practice more. And then I got my license. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I sympathize with these 19,000 kids. I hope that they'll be all right. They're mostly doing rural driving and I have so I have like yeah. such a I have like such a boomers like college debt being canceled take on this. I'm like hell no. I had to fail that shit right. fucking twice. I had to go to like two spooky DMVs that were not near my house because those are like the DMVs in the LA easy you ones. Knew. And I, that's, that was what was the awful. I failed in Glendale. I'm never going to pass. Like they give these shits out. I didn't learn how to parallel park till I moved to LA. (laughs) Then I was like, I guess I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I I don't even hit people's cars anymore. (laughs) Major. I guess the licensing uh, process is not the uh, dragnet that we're we're making it out to be because I I also basically failed, but because the woman giving me the test was my teammate's aunt, I just like got through. You got nepotismed. I got nepotismed. Nice. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah. There's different ways. She gave me an eighty. She gave me the worst score you could possibly give somebody (laughs) without failing them, and. Like she, she would have failed me if she didn't feel bad for me. 
I yeah. like that. The personality angle. You get in there, you yeah. give a little sadness. And Jack, you cute. You was probably working some little cuteness too. Like I was crying the whole time. Just <laughs> so weeping okay. openly. Like I was trying to get out of a ticket. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, very pathetic. Really turned up the patheticness. Oh, man. I, uh, I remember when I failed mine, I punched the dashboard of uh, the car, and my dad almost fucking body slammed me in the DMV parking Miles. lot. He's like, he's like, he's like, He's like, that's your fault. Like, basically, it's like, it's that, that teacher. And I hit the thing. And I'll, you know, I'm fucking 17 or 18 or whatever. Wild <laughs> right. Uh And yeah, anyway. Very angsty. I wasn't in a good place. Yeah, see, I have a lot of stress around the driver's test. My blood pressure is going up. My my watch is telling me to take a few breaths, breathes now. Yeah. Well, this, Anyways, this take a... Drive, drive a, a couple clicks more conservative if you live in the Georgia area, guys. Yes. Uh, be safe out there. Um, all right, guys. It's time for our pop culture roundup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we looked at a couple of things that were in the Netflix top 10. We looked at uh, the movies that were uh, hitting at the box office, at the home box office, not HBO, but the video on demand box office. And so, Miles, you looked at a show that uh, was totally foreign to me. Uh, just it, I kept seeing it at number one in the Netflix top ten, The Outer Banks. Yeah, Dude. I looked at that too. Okay, oh, did, you, did you watch it too? Yes. Okay. When I when y'all said that y'all were doing movies and TV shows, I didn't read that part, but I've just already watched The Outer Banks. Oh, oh fantastic! Well, perfect. So what what is this? What is this? I show? mean, so I guess I'll limit my review to the first episode and a half, just to give people an idea of what they are offering people. Uh, my first thing is for this is for younger people. Uh, might not be. It's it's definitely like if I was a teenager, I feel like I would love this film or this series. I mean, not that it's good or whatever, but it's definitely geared for a certain age. So it's about this group of kids who live in the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And it's very much from the get-go framed as like this class-based place where there's like the Pogues, which are them, the, the little fish and the kooks who are the rich people. Uh, and there's no there's no Pogue on Pogue macking uh, was a line that was in the pilot that was very confusing to me. I was like, okay, so there's only like upward social mobility hookups. Like you don't have intimate relationships with people within your own class. I, it was interesting. So the characters are there's that sounds JJ. like a show that, about teenagers written by an old person. And it, that's my next point. So the the <laughs> main characters, Macking. yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it was like I was almost. It sounded like it was like the same thing where like I feel um what was the one with Zendaya the HBO one oh Euphoria oh, Euphoria Euphoria where like it had vibes of like older horny people were writing for young people oh uh, yeah it, that's a thing. that's a full on nepotism project that's like right. someone's son oh, okay. well, how yeah. was the guy older though like that it had that uh, feeling he of was like in his late thirties yeah okay that's what I mean but not like show me their dicks right in a row. Yeah, right. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it gets, becomes more sinister when you imagine a 40 year old man just being like, all right, then we get a shot of dicks, 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 dicks. Yama, yama. You're like, so Somebody we're was coming work. in like, is this too many dicks? Never too many dicks. <laughs> get some more here. Hey, ask that PA if he wants to get bumped up. Okay, so the. <laughs> the, the, the characters is. <laughs> there's JJ, who's like a wild ass surfer. There's Kiara, Uh-oh. who's. Who's uh comes from money, 
but she's a crunchy hippie who likes to slum it with the pogues. There's Pope, who's like Ew. the black friend who is very smart, uh, hyper intelligent, like a big future. Like, they remind us yeah, all the exactly. time. <laughs> I know they're front loading that. Dr- it's weird. Like you can tell a lot of what's happening in the pilot. And then there's John Booker Routledge or John B, but not the R&B singer. They call him John B. And his dad disappeared nine months ago. He does not look distraught at all and is basically orphaned <laughs> in this He's orphaned in a fishing shack where his uncle oh. is supposed to be his guardian, but he's not there. No. There, there are minors, but they somehow have an endless supply of alcohol. It was like, so this is where I'm like, okay, this is the wish fulfillment part for a teen. We're like, I'm watching, I'm yeah. like, this is fucking nonsense. Uh, but it's just like this whole thing. We're like, oh man, it sucks to be poking the kooks over there until one day they stumble upon like a shipwreck. And they start getting involved in like what is starting to look like some fantastic shipwreck lost treasure angle. And there's a hunt for it. Um, but one scene, there's one, I just take umbrage with this very one specific scene in the pilot where the, the pogues are having a beach kegger and some kooks show up. Uh, namely, yeah, uh, this, this, uh, this character named Sarah, who is ca- clearly John B's love interest and her like shitty boyfriend now who's this guy Topper who's basically Tucker Carlson. Not uh, Topper. His name is Topper? His name is Topper. fucking Topper. That sounds like a cartoon okay. he's seal. he's not the protagonist? <laughs> no. Yeah, They're exactly. like, what is the douchiest rich name we can come yeah, up with? Yeah, it really with? is. Topper? <laughs> Money really? So he's shit. a 1%er, so what do we call him? <laughs> right. Topper. And so they pull up to this party, he's talking shit to the Pogues, and then he gets on a one-on-one with John B, a fight and like on the beach, but his homies are not backing him up. And I was like, bro, if Topper got near, I would duff. I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm jumping in. Like, fuck Topper. Fuck Honor. Topper was drowning homeboy low yeah. key. Like, he was really I, yes. drowning him in Literally. public. And it was like, you just going to do a murder right here at the and party? Like, his friends, <laughs> yeah, his friends are looking at each other. They're like, what? Oh, no. Like, what should we do? I'm like, motherfucker, ju- kick this dude like, in his head. He's drowning a boy. He's what shallow the drowning him. don't jump in? The poses no. don't jump in? They're no. Not. And they... They say all this shit like never leave a pogue behind. Yo, where's the fucking pogue backup? So suddenly, okay, later, like earlier in the scene where they realize there's a scheme, they've come upon a safe with cash and a gun and JJ's wild ass just takes this gun. And then rather than like just kicking this dude topper in the head or like pulling him off, maybe like a normal person, Topper just pulls the strap out in the middle of this beach party. He starts licking shots in the air. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That, yeah, it's not zero sense. Yo, this is straight up '80s movie villain shit. Where yeah, like the, the teenage the teenage bully is like all the things. He's rich. His name's Topper. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. He loves Topper's he beats girl. Up poor people. He's hooking up with your girlfriend, and then he starts licking shots in the air for no fucking reason. No, no, no. Well, JJ that does rules, that. Man. Oh, no, so no. The, pop, his, his, the poor person homeboy. does the shots. Oh, oh, oh. So it's oh, empowering. Yeah. So, it's like, so Jack, imagine you, it's a like fight if, on the yeah. beach. Topper's you see somebody seen, strangling Topper's the choking beach. homie out in the in the water and drowning yeah. him in public. Okay. And then his other homie pulls up and instead of pushing Topper off from the murder, he just <laughs> gets his gun out and it's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I will say it's like, it's, it's a ride. I don't think it's good. I don't think oh, anything is realistic. But I think what they've done is they've created a hook point in like they've layered like a lost sort of mystery thing on top of just like CD teen bullshit where it's like not really trying to be. I mean, based off this 
the pilot. I'm I'm imagining it wants to be some kind of like examination of class in this area, but, but they it's don't clearly really not. juxtapose it. Like they don't put the rich people and poor people together but in that party scene and then like a couple other times throughout the show but it doesn't it's a show that wants it's like if you had gumbo or soup or something and netflix was just like let's make a sexy show for teens okay what do we need rich poor hot i don't know a gun throw that in cash a boat Two votes. Netflix does make all their shit with like Venn diagrams of shows that they've seen, like metrics that say they're popular. So I'm just, I'm just trying to picture like what the boardroom scene was that led to this. I'm thinking there was like Mud because that was like an indie movie that was like unexpectedly popular. Uh, There's probably some Dawson's Creek in there. Karate Kid, some OC. Yeah, like all those things mixed together. Do you yeah. think yeah. in in red and, and everyone's hot? Everyone's so everyone's hot. It's just nasty hot. hot. Just, That's gotta be. <laughs> oh, including John B, the main character John B. He looks like a young hot Walton Goggins. He's so oh, beautiful. Shit. I'm interested. If there, you look at him and you're gonna laugh hearing what I said, you're gonna be like, "This kind of does look like Walton Goggins." <laughs> writing, Wait, but Walton Goggins, show- I don't think of as like a particularly hot dude. But no, that's you're what I'm wrong, saying. Jack. You're just wrong. Yeah. Okay. You, you yeah, didn't think Uncle so. Baby Billy? They didn't do. It. You weren't gushing over Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> <laughs> he did not make me gush. <laughs> writing for shows like that must be so much fun because I just like imagine there like being like a bingo thing in there with like the names of ridiculous items and plot developments, <laughs> and they're like, Sunken all right, all right. Treasure? boat and then they're like all right we can get a boat in there good anyway uh, so yeah if you if you want to if you have no t- if you have plenty of time check it out why not i mean i'm i don't know yeah. if i'll keep watching i'm gonna watch the shit out of that <laughs> aside from great. maybe closure behind what this sunken treasure thing is but uh right. i'll give it uh two thumbs Five down okay. <laughs> uh all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with uh extraction and <laughs> trolls world tour And we're back and on to another another thumbnail we saw in the top 10 on Netflix. Uh, it was Chris Hemsworth looking like a military operative and it said extraction on it. And it was in the top 10 for a lot of the week. So uh, Jamie went in on, on extraction. Uh, what What is extraction, Jamie? Here's okay. So here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I had plans to watch Extraction. <laughs> and but then uh you know life got in the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was I was I swear my finger was hovering over okay and then I got uh, basically I had to I had to work all night uh do it doing something else but here's what i know about extraction because i did <laughs> i like this <laughs> here's what i can tell you about extraction based on my research uh it's basically like australian jack ryan to the point where chris hemsworth's character's name is tyler rake which is essentially <laughs> The same name as Jack. That's just like a poorly rendered Jack Ryan. You're going to get 
Tyler Rake. <laughs> Tyler uh, Rake is the real great yeah. value check, right? <laughs> Tyler yeah. Rake sounds like, uh, yeah, he sounds like the fifth in line to inherit the Jack Ryan title if he like falls off a roof like in the Santa Claus. So anyways, Tyler Rake does, he's like a, a mercenary. They let him have his Australian accent. Laserdisc. Uh, and <laughs> basically, it's, it's, I didn't. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> My understanding of the movie is that Chris Hemsworth is Jack Ryan, but he can't say that, right? He has right. to say he's Tyler Rake. He's, <laughs> he's in, uh, he, and then uh, a kid gets kidnapped. Uh, he's the son of India's biggest drug lord. He gets kidnapped for various drug reasons. He smokes weed in one of the scenes that I paused oh, on. What? Yeah, he's not like the other kids. He I'm watching. Weed, and then he and Chris Hemsworth become friends. Chris Hemsworth is trying to extraction the kid from the bad guys. And then at the end... He does. I don't know. I was reading the summary for this movie, and I'm like, I'm honestly glad that oh, okay. I didn't watch it. All there, right. it's it's uh, it seems he exhausting. Tries to extraction and succeeds. It and extraction two has already is already in the works. This is this is. Oh I just, wow! So it might be happening. These yeah, people this sounds like those... a costume I can get at the 99 cent store. Tyler, yeah. it's one of those shows that, uh, like, bright the Will Smith movie. Uh, I call movies shows now. By the way, that's how old yeah. I am. Uh, bright was like notoriously this, bad. Yeah, notori- Yeah, it was notoriously bad, and it was like watched by two hundred, like two hundred million people. It was watched by so many people, and I've been hearing the same thing about Extraction, like just random numbers that it's like being watched. It's been watched by fifty percent of the population on Earth. Uh, You're like so. That can't be I don't true. Know. That it's one of yeah. those movies that you can tell, like, okay, if half the planet has seen this movie, not one person. If you were like, okay, but what was it about? They would be like, right? Uh, uh, oh no, it was on. His name is Tyler I mean, the title Ray. Says it all. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to. He's trying to extract. I think it's a little. Not, I don't think it's wise of Netflix to take some numbers right now and be like. Oh yeah, this was popping because like we're at home with nothing else to do. Like I don't know if Extraction Two is gonna get them kind of streams. That's no, right. right? It's like yeah, this is but but it's like us the Marvel stunt core. It, it just like reeks of like Marvel cast off projects because the Russos produced it. Chris Hemsworth is in it, and it's directed by the stunt coordinator for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you're just like, yeah. this was some kind of arrangement kind of movie of like, okay, if you show Scarlett Johansson how to kick for. 50 years, you can one day direct a really shitty Netflix movie, and this is that movie. Yeah. Any In conclusion, uh, I didn't watch it. To me, this sounds like <laughs> a perfect hangover movie, which is usually just any film that is on TNT on Sunday at 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, I'm not going to actually watch it, but it's on. And I think that's probably right. why they have, like, it's probably a lot of passive viewing where it's like, I don't know, fine, fucking bang bang's going off because it, there's not like you need to follow a story. Like, you know, when you hit play on a film like that, it's like, this is bad guy, this is good guy, and then he's gonna extraction good guy will win him. In the end. So, he's gonna extraction. Yeah. You know that he's gonna it is be extraction by the end. His name is Rake, and his whole thing is like extractioning people. Like, yeah. I can't when you say think about it. Rake's extraction leaves from your, from your yard. 
It could, than his, that's deep. That's deep, his, Jack. I think in the first draft of the script, his character was called Xavier Tractor. They're Extractor. <laughs> yeah. um, like, it doesn't have a good mouthfeel. <laughs> Xavier Tractor. Got me good. Um, Lacey, it's funny that you mentioned Netflix taking the wrong message from the success of this movie uh, because we're all stuck at home because Universal and the entire film industry might be doing <laughs> the same thing with mm. our next pop culture uh, deep dive, which is Trolls World Tour. Uh, Universal is the studio behind it. Uh, Universal, I also, uh, in researching this, found out that Universal Music is the studio behind Justin Timberlake's career, hence oh, Justin yeah. Timberlake being one of the oh, voice actors in this. Yeah, and that's um, where like Sam. can't stop. Wasn't can't stop the feeling the first yeah. Trolls movie yeah. hit. Got this yeah, got the feeling in my body. Yes, yes. My son, I liked I mean, that movie. My son's like, favorite song of all time. Oh. Uh, oh. Like to this day, nonstop. I, that song is so. I've heard that song more than any other song in the history of my life. My friend from Boston is. is in that music video. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the uh, guy that works at the store. He's an albino man, and he's dancing. Oh. Right. That's that's um, funny. I remember when my sister was a small child, and I, I Shark Tales was on every day, honey. I know, <laughs> I know when the fish swim left. I know when the fish swim right, because I've seen that movie so many times. So I imagine still- Trolls. It's still shocking to me how much they made a fish look like Renee Zellweger uh, in in Shark Tale. Honestly, that might be because Renee started making herself look like a fish. <laughs> like I just so met in the middle. But so basically what happened, Universal released Trolls World Tour on VOD, and it like was probably the most successful movie ever on video on demand. And... They're like, yeah, we're going to do this again with other movies because uh, even after quarantine, people like to watch movies at home. And uh, AMC, the theater chain that is on the verge of declaring bankruptcy, just started. They just went the fuck off when oh, this yeah. happened. Uh, they, were, they, they were busting shots back at, AM, at Universal. Yeah, speaking of yacht, yacht, yacht. Uh, They issued a statement uh, that they said, therefore, effective immediately, AMC will no longer play any Universal movies in any of our theaters in the United States. Um, Damn. Europe or the Middle East. Pull the fuck up is what they said. They broke up with Universal. They said, fine, I don't even want to be with you. Yeah. Or my cousin in Europe or my cousin in the Middle East. I feel like yeah. it is a little while. I mean, obviously Universal's got like money to burn, but I feel like it's a while for them to get cocky for one quarantine success when they are coming off of Cats and Doctor Doolittle. Like Ooh, they're not right. actually doing that great. <laughs> and they also have a bunch of movies coming up that completely rely on people like seeing them in the theater, like Fast and the Furious Nine. They have a bunch of huge movies coming up. Like they probably are gonna have a big next couple years but they're totally relying on like having big premieres at, at like big theater opening weekends right. fast and furious right. 9 jurassic world dominion and minions 2 like that's first of all like about amc too. is not gonna just like hold those and also the new bond movie uh universals the 
international distributor of that in uh, North America, I think. That's, so, that's cocky of AFC to be like, we don't need the minions. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like you, you need the minions. Just to yeah, be you're gonna loyal. want some minions. Yeah, you're gonna I'm want sure, that, pal. I'm sure it's just a flex. Like they'll get behind yeah. it. Well, but Universal... movie theaters are really worried about streaming and like yeah. if it could take them out permanently. Although, how you gonna watch cars flip upside down and hoochies on your computer? You gotta right. watch Fast yeah. and Like that's not gonna be as like we are in a very specific period where people are stuck at home with their kids and time is like yeah. standing still and you just need to give your children something to do. Like this is not a sign of things to come or how we're going to behave when we're well, out of quarantine. Is it are you able to buy the movie yet or is it a lot of the money just from repeat rentals of just like oh I need my kid to be quiet for 2 hours again and the rental expired I guess it's I a had rental. to rent it's yeah. a so, rental yeah, thing it's two like day a rental thing. for $20 it is expensive as fuck Yeah okay so um, then yeah that's a fluke Yeah so I did watch Trolls World Tour with my children uh they What's their really review? liked it Okay uh they loved it like they were quiet for most of it, but then at the end, when the credits were playing, they got up and danced uh, a oh, lot ah. for like the whole song. It was pretty funny. I have footage if anybody wants to see it. Yes, but, yes. Uh, I do think that. So the movie could easily wait. Hold on, Jack. Can you describe the dancing? I'm sorry. We, yeah, I'm, I just was it like a jumping that. kind of dance. It's a lot yeah. of like jumping. A it's a lot of jumping oh, around. Oh man! Okay. Damn. Okay. Game, that uh, everyone cares game. about the dancing and the cute kids. <laughs> Nobody cares about my intellectual takedown of Tours, <laughs> Trolls World Tour. All right, fine. All right, all right. What, 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 now, what do you have to say about this? This is just like my marriage. <laughs> uh, all right. So the movie, I feel like, could easily have been Soviet-era propaganda to depict <laughs> like a horrifying vision what? of what the end point of American capitalism would look like. Mm -hmm. Because... So the creatures are all like very ugly, but then they're all like, they're all just focused on being happy all the time and smiling and like covering everything with bright glitter. And then, so if you didn't see the first trolls, if you're like one of the, you know, two or three people who didn't right. see the Spoiler first alert. trolls. Yeah. The first movie is about trolls being slaughtered by another race for whom the trolls, it turns out, are antidepressants. Like if you eat trolls, they make you happy. It's very strange. That's uh, really psychologically dark. dark. <laughs> I yeah. didn't. I hadn't seen the first troll. God damn. Yeah, damn, I'm gonna have to watch yeah. the real first troll. Deep shit. <laughs> that sounds, That's deep yeah. shit. That sounds good. Jack's kids were dancing like eat the rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I mean, the ones who are eating them are are the rich, right. and that because yeah, they're right. like bigger, and they're like baking them into pies. It's fucking dark oh my. as hell. What? Yeah. Anyways, this so rocks. they're like, okay, so yada yada. These two saved the world. It's Anna yada, Kendrick yada. and uh, just troll troll Burlake. So they, it turns out, are only the queen and like right hand dude of the pop kingdom of trolls. Uh, it's also a musical that uh, has hit songs in it. Like they just take hit songs from like the pop culture uh, songbook and like put the like just jam them into the movie. Right, uh, that they own. Artlessly. Yeah, that they own. Exactly. So it turns out they are only the heads of the pop kingdom 
And there's also a funk kingdom, a country western kingdom, a uh, classical music kingdom, an EDM kingdom, and uh, one other that I'm drawn that I'm kind of sounds like Nightmare Before Christmas. There's a town for every holiday kind of vibe. Yes, I like very it. much so. Yeah, Wait, what's so, the EDM t- town? Like it's like a it's that's like the first one we like, see. It's just uh-huh. a giant. Like it look, it seems like it's E-pill. a giant. Uh, they doing cartoon drugs. <laughs> <laughs> the children got this big vapor rub on their face. It's just like a giant electronic music festival. Like there, uh-huh. it's just a bunch of people dancing. There's like one DJ and his collaborate like his right hand person is a an, uh, anthropomorphic button that he presses when it's like time to drop the beat oh uh, very stupid and like it's like somebody watched a 30 second video about electronic music and was like okay yep, yep, that got it. is all i <laughs> need it. to know got it got, <laughs> it got it got it um flower it was there a flower crown at least is tell me there's one troll in the audience there's with the flower no crown. flower crown what no wow. flower crown they didn't no, do they didn't even no. Jinkos? Yeah. They had yeah. Jinko hoop. jeans on? Hula hoop troll? Yeah. Nobody throwing cakes into the audience troll? Was there like that right. kid from high school who was the drum major in the band and knew how to really work that baton or mace and then started doing ecstasy and then made a glow stick version of that and started doing light shows at raves like this kid <laughs> in my high school? No call the ambulance. No like troll saying someone needs to call the ambulance and then finding out that the drugs they had didn't even work and that they're just right. placeboing. <laughs> yeah, if if it didn't have any of that, it's not real no, EDM. No, no, it's for sure. No random couple having a fight where they're probably breaking up right at the EDM show because every if you've been to any rave, there's always a couple that's breaking up at the rave. <laughs> yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't even no, none like of that, guys. Animal yeah. Collective. The, then fucking and go then. Fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. We digress. <laughs> so so we we show up at the uh, at the rave and then there's like these big. Uh, backpack spaceships that arrive it's the rock trolls and they're basically trying to steal all the other trolls uh music and like put it all under one god of rock basically Whoa. like the rock trolls are the are the bad ones mm. uh they're they travel in a backpack they're they travel in a jam sport <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, there, it's weird. It's like there's a surface level of like everything is made of cloth and glitter. Um, like it's almost like they're trying to make it seem like it's uh, stop motion, but it clearly is like all computer animated. Um, anyways, like halfway through, you find out that the protagonists, the pop trolls, in the beginning, like all the other trolls hate them because they appropriated all the other trolls music and it's like mm-hmm. wait a second is this movie going to have like a an actually like you know coherent uh, critique of pop culture and like pop appropriation and then they just pave over it at the end with a like pop song <laughs> that again appropriates all the different kinds of music and like just they make like these horrible surface level nods to like bastardized versions of funk country and rock um wow and yeah it's kind of significant though that the rock trolls are coming to steal everything because i think rock is very famously i mean I, there's a misconception that rock and roll is always like people think of it as white music when the people who started rock and roll are chuck berry howling yeah. wolf yeah uh you know they're uh, ike turner 
like those are the people who created rock and roll or most people will you know credit with being the fathers of rock yeah and it's interesting they now totally that like ignore they that. come through to be like fuck yeah that's what rock does we come through to fucking take everybody's shit and i, I don't know as a music person i'm like huh Okay, who, who's who's writing this? Were they trying to say something with Trolls World Tour? <laughs> They're like, we steal their music, but don't defend them. Right, exactly. It reminds me of Jurassic World in that, like, they have this, like, all these surface level critiques of, like, SpawnCon and, like, you know, commercialism. But then ultimately, the whole thing is an exercise in commercialism. Right. And <laughs> it's also the critique is that pop culture appropriates and destroys everything and then it ends with pop appropriating everything but being like friendly about it so it's like hard for the other people to get mad about it it just like it's actually a really good metaphor for how the last 30 years of pop culture and pop music happened and like they just make friends with jay-z and jay-z becomes like a part of pop culture so it's not seen as like evil appropriation like it's just they bring everybody slowly into the fold of mainstream culture uh but it's still like a bullshit i don't know like the (laughs) i mean we have justin timberlake instead of you know actual artists we have like the epcot version of just of r&b music we have we're like like, this is a bad thing right (laughs) right but we're gonna do it anyway we know it's bad but we would like to keep doing it. Ugh. That's always like uh, a weird thing that uh, I, I feel like it's like a lot of animated movies do it now where they, they're making these like, we they're trying to make a message out of it for parents that doesn't really work. And then kids right. just don't know the difference. It's just like, just make a movie for kids then. If you can't make right. a good point to adults, then just don't try. Like right. a five-year-old isn't yeah. going to give a shit if there's not enough, you know, commentary on... The history of rock music. Yeah. Right. They have Oz- Ozzy Osbourne as like the king of the rock universe. And uh, it's, and he ultimately is like, it's okay. Everybody's cool. And it's just like that's appropriate because he went from like biting the heads off bats to being the dad and the Osbournes and just like, you know, doing movies like this. This is um, like Shrek culture all over. Like Shrek started that shit of like making agree, like hitting adults over the head with references that right, like right. Ki- that kids right. didn't understand, and it just like hasn't gone away. Yeah, it's a movie about gentrification that sides with gentrification. Right. Uh, Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just it, it, it embodies that sort of thing of what you're talking about with Jay Z, which is a sort of appropriation recontextualized as invitation to right. something. You know exactly. what I mean? So exactly. it, you blur the line so much, you don't know what absorbed what. Um, but yeah. if you frame it as like, no, this is a seat for Sean at the table, rather than like, we have taken everything we, we need now, the and table. now that we've extracted everything, you can now yeah. bring your hollow body to the table. Extract. It's weird that like rap or hip hop doesn't get its own <laughs> land. It's all like subsumed under funk for some reason. And... Oh. They like make a brief reference. They're like, "Why isn't there a hip hop land?" But then there's like a yodeling land and like all this other shit. Um, what? It just it there's yodeling really land. There's no sense. there's no like there's, fucking cipher no freestyle they cipher make land. They make reference to the fact they're like, "You're 
map must be outdated. There's no hip hop land on it. So there, they imply the existence of a hip hop land. And there are like chance the rapper and Anderson Pac are both like in the movie as like voices, but they're, they're associated with funk land. And it's just like, wait, you're leaving out the most popular type of music of the last 30 years. Like by far stupid. Yeah, maybe because oh, they so. don't want it to be the most popular music. Maybe they're like, maybe we can know. convince children that hip hop I mean, never exists. I get those too. Like, yeah, you'd have to have like a very sanitized version because if you're being real, like you can't play half this shit for kids. Right. Well, you just do raps. They used yeah, to I do mean, like, fun little raps for kids. Yeah, Stop I think it would like. I guess this is a if you did it, like, would it be Will it. Smith? Yeah, but like, yeah, I'd I mean, also be like, yo, put that fucking that fucking Playboy Cardi on for these kids. <laughs> I don't know what Cardi do. Like real quick. I feel like put on Magnolia. Put some Brockhampton on so they the young the youth know the youth them. I feel like Chance is about as close as you get to like wholesome like wholesome trolls rapper, right? Like yeah, he gets to be a lovable scamp, even though he like does write music about you know being addicted to Zans and women and shit. But for some reason, he can also go on Sesame Street. He's just like he needs to go back on. Didn't he like host punks or something? You're just like he's wholesome. He Uh, needs to uh, start dropping acid again. That was so. What's the verdict, Jack, on Trolls World Tour? Is it if you have kids, is it worth? Was it worth spring yeah, in the 20s? stars, great movie. Uh, Did it pass the Bechdel I, test? I don't know, actually. Okay, you hate women. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't see gender, Jamie. Like, it's all, <laughs> so, Uh-oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> it is also just like so bizarre. Like there's so As many the levels. As the woman? There's just like so many like levels of jadedness to like franchises like this because it's like you almost forget that it's based on a toy property from the 1980s that has nothing to do with fucking anything. But like they're getting a check too. like Russ gets a fucking check from Trolls World Tour. It's just yeah, it's so many levels of jaded, but it's the troll doll. You know, it actually is from the the 50s. Really? Really? I mean, I've been in Danish thing. I've been in this damn Beanie Babies hole, and so I think I'm just salty towards other toy franchises. Yeah, you're like, fuck I'm like, these, these fucking trolls. Yeah. We never got a Beanie <laughs> movie, did we? We never yeah. did. It was a mistake. Oh, shit. Yeah, very Beanie movie. I remember a I went. Beanie movie that like tells metaphorically the story of the uh, dot of Ty Warner bubble. The oh, beans yeah, are a Ty metaphor, Warner. Jack. The beans are a metaphor. <laughs> Without them, there is no baby. <laughs> You need the bees to make the baby. <laughs> well, Lacey, all of you, but Lacey, we'll start with, it's been a pleasure having you. Where where can people find you and follow you? Oh, it's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, you guys can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And I have a podcast too called Scam Goddess, if you like scams. Yeah, you. Uh, and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Oh, yes. Let me pull up a tweet. <laughs> I guess this is from a few days ago, but uh, April, uh, this is from J. Jared. J. G. Jared. I can't read that. Um, but he said, <laughs> April, <laughs> but he says on Twitter, April did not want nothing to do with COVID 19. I've never seen a month pack up their things so quickly and dip. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel like April went by really fast, whereas March was yeah. here for so long. <laughs> We were March for part was of the March. longest three years of my life. Yeah. 
Uh, Jamie, it's been a pleasure having you. Where can people find you and follow you? You can find me at home watching Extraction this weekend for sure. Yeah. Uh, there, Wait, this is Monday. This is Monday. This is Monday. I watched it six times and I loved it. Uh, no, I, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help uh, and Instagram at Jamie Cry Superstar. Listen to the Bechdel cast. Uh, and a tweet I like is from uh, at Bara Godzilla. Uh, it's an attached, there's a commercial attached to it. She's posting about, uh, or they're posting about a, a, a game. It says, I'm losing my mind. There's no way you're going to be able to predict what this ad is trying to sell you. Uh, and it is an ad that is all, it says like at the beginning, it's like, uh, in 2019, less than 10% of patents were by women. And then it's a whole like, women are in, are in STEM and it's like teenagers being like chemicals, chemicals, chemicals. And you're, <laughs> you're like, all right, where is this going? Where were we? You know, it looks like it's about to be some scary petroleum company. It's like shell, shell again. But at the end, it's a two minute long commercial and then at the end, the girl opens a present and it's Monopoly. Oh, what? <laughs> it's an ad for Monopoly, but it's called Ms. Ms. Monopoly. It's yeah. girl it's girl boss monopoly. Fix. I can't uh, fucking believe like, what if we this put the monopoly shit. box in a dress? They're like, what? Exactly. <laughs> it's like Miss Pat. You're like, it's the same fucking game, except m- meaner. Oh, it's a fun <laughs> commercial. You should watch it. Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me, follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network, Miles of Gray, G R A Y. Uh, and also my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance, talking about 90 Day Fiance, which is one of my favorite shows. Uh, but a tweet I like, uh, there's a couple. One is from uh, Miel, uh, at Miel. <laughs> Work hard, play hard, weep hard, eat hard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm feeling that tweet right now. Um, and also, this is another one from Slough Witch. Uh, it's a screen grab from a subreddit called Ask Reddit. Where people just kind of put up, you know, musing, saying, "What's going on? What, what what's happening here? Tell us. Well, you have a question? Ask Reddit, and maybe we'll, we'll all come back with our answers." So this is a, this has an NSFW tag. Uh, it says, <laughs> "Sex Ed teachers of Reddit. What is the most awkward slash cringeworthy question you've had to answer in your class?" Ooh. And one of the replies in this thread. Uh, it says right from this person, a username Aneldia Mama. It says, "Not a sex ed teacher, but a seventh grade classroom teacher." I had one boy ask me, Mister dot dot dot. You know boobs, right? As he cupped his hands in front of his chest, I nodded. He responds, hey, no "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this is a bad word," he said, "but I don't know any other way to say it. Are boobs full of cum?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's uh, funny. What did he say? What was the answer? There's just no answer. He just left it oh, there. Oh, you know, I don't know what. Sure. I don't know what you say. Yeah, I think you probably yeah. Get no, in I know for the answer. I, that, that, <laughs> just say no. That's a dumb question. The answer is I sand. Know the answer. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Water toupee tweeted, "Uptown mouse. She's been living in her Swiss cheese house." Uh, Dana Schwartz tweeted My laptop fan suddenly wears up Me, what is it girl? Shh, shh, it's okay here (laughs) I'm here girl Uh, Bing 
Cosby tweeted, Charles Hussein Entertainment Cheese. Uh, and uh, this one couldn't be more in my lane. It's from Johnny Normality. It is for sale. Bahadu. Never blasted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One Bahadu. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on today? Oh, man. Just thinking of raves and EDM world made me think of, like, just going to live shows that were sort of EDM adjacent or just big music shows with electronic music. Uh, and I was going through, you know, some old likes on SoundCloud, and there's a track by Flying Lotus uh, that's also like a mashup with a Massive Attack track. I don't know. I don't think this is on... Uh, Spotify. So you might have to go to SoundCloud for this one, but it's Flying Lotus, Massive Attack, Vibe Angel. Um, sorry, Vibe Angel Mix 1. And it's just got, you know, it's just nice textures. All of his beats are very, very layered. And this is a tremendously layered song. So if you have the SoundCloud, put your headphones on and spark it up because you will, uh, it will take you somewhere. All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this fine Monday morning. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. We will talk to you then. Bye. 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 Bye.